This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. You know that I've been foolish, I've been blind. I've let my doubts and my confusions cloud my mind. I have walked in my own wisdom, I've been wrong. Take my hand and lead me I clung to, Lord, I come. Though in your eyes I know I'm nothing, yet I come. With your hand that once was nail-scarred just for me, touch me now and make me all that I should be. Our programs, you are welcome to write to us on this postal address Adventist Media Center, Post Box 
1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra India You can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www.awr.org Before we hear God's word here's a melodious song It matters not where you have been It matters not what you have done There is cleansing from every sin in the blood of God's own Studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Today we have a guest speaker, Andrew Ben Jacob, who will present the message. Go ahead, Andrew. Shall we all ask God's blessings as we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you for this time where we could hear your word. May you send your Holy Spirit to be with us and inspire us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Entering the Christian Life Discovery Series Guide 
number 19. Here is a thrilling letter from one of our Bible school representatives in Africa. Five years ago, I received a request from the Voice of Prophecy to visit a prisoner who was a Bible correspondence school student. I presented the request to the prison authorities, who graciously gave permission. Because the student had a deep desire to study the Bible, I visited him regularly. About six months after my initial visit, he asked to be baptized and join the church. The authorities agreed to provide facilities so the baptism could take place in the prison. The wardens and other prisoners gathered to witness one of the most moving baptisms I have ever conducted. Shortly after this, our brother was released from jail, even though he still had considerable time to serve. When asked why, I was told that his life had changed so drastically and he was such a witness for his Savior and his religion that he could no longer be thought of as a prisoner, nor be treated as such. This man was united with his family and is now a leader in one of our large congregations. Let us ponder on a few points on this topic. What is the meaning of baptism? When this prisoner became a Christian and his life completely changed, why was it important for him to be baptized? In a conversation with Nicodemus, the community leader who came to Jesus by night, Jesus makes clear the importance and meaning of baptism. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again, unless he is born of water and the Spirit. John 3, 3 and 5. So according to Jesus, we must be born of water and the Spirit. Born of the Spirit signifies entering a new life by undergoing a change of mind and heart. Because entering the kingdom of God involves a completely new kind of existence, not just an old life patched up, it is called the new birth. Water baptism is the outward symbolic portrayal of this inward change. Our representatives baptized the prisoner as a recognition of his commitment to Christ and as a symbol of the transformation the Holy Spirit had begun in his character. Point number two, why should I be baptized? Our salvation revolves around three of Christ's great acts. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried, he was raised, and on the third day according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. Christ made salvation possible through his death, his burial, and resurrection. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Romans 6, 3 and 4. Christ died for our sins, was buried, then rose from the grave to give us a new life of righteousness. By being baptized, we actually participate in the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus. Baptism means that we have died to sin with Christ, buried the old life of sin with Christ and we are 
rising to live a new life in Christ. Christ's death and resurrection becomes our death and resurrection. God can make us dead to sin as if we'd been crucified. He can make us alive to the things of the Spirit as if we'd been resurrected from the dead. The physical act of baptism graphically represents the steps of conversion. First, we are lowered into the water. We are immersed completely, just as people who have died are lowered into the grave and covered. This says we are willing to die with Christ and bury our old lifestyle. Baptism is a funeral, a formal farewell to an existence in which sin dominated. Then we are lifted up out of the water by the one baptizing, just like a person being resurrected from the grave. This says that we are a new creation entirely given to the new life God gives us. Only impression can accurately illustrate the true meaning of baptism, death, burial, and rebirth. Baptism by sprinkling doesn't adequately symbolize the new birth. What does it really mean to die with Christ? For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Romans 6, 6. Baptism represents outwardly what a person must do inside, surrender everything to Christ. If we hold anything back from God, then we will likely remain slaves to sin. When we surrender fully to Christ, our sinful desires are rendered powerless and our transformation begins. Who is responsible for the change that takes place? I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 When I identify with Christ's crucifixion through baptism, I invite a powerful force into my life. Christ lives in me. In order to put my life fully in Christ's hands, first look at Christ dying on the cross. Don't look at the sin that's threatening you. Don't look at your past record and mourn. Look to Jesus. Viewing Christ's gracious and courageous death at Calvary, you can express solidarity with Him. By the power of the cross, I claim that I am dead to old habits and responsive to God. I make my stand with Christ. From now on, I will live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. As we tap into the power of Christ's death and resurrection, we see more and more of His good qualities, replacing our old habits. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has God, the new has come. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Through baptism, we express our desire to lock arms with Jesus and live a new and better life in Christ. Jesus does in us what we could never do for ourselves. We arise from the water, a new creation. He gives us the power to live a new life. Point number three. Why was Jesus baptized? At Pentecost, Peter told those who were seeking release from guilt to repent and be baptized. So Christ can forgive your sins in Acts 2.38. 
Since Jesus never committed a single sin, why did he permit himself to be baptized? Then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John to fulfill all righteousness. Matthew 3, 13 and 15. Jesus was sinless. He didn't need to repent of any sin. He was baptized for another reason, to fulfill all righteousness. By being baptized, Jesus set a positive example for us weak, sinful human beings. Christ never asks his followers to go anywhere he hasn't been. So when believers are immersed in the waters of baptism, they are following the steps of the Master. Because Christ died for our sins, he can give us his righteousness. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Transformed in God's eyes from sinners into saints, we grow into that righteousness and thus we live a new life in Christ. Point number four. Why should I be immersed? Christ was immersed at his baptism. He was not sprinkled with water. John baptized him in the Jordan River because there was plenty of water. John 3.23 When Jesus was baptized, he went down into the water and as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. Matthew 3.16 When we understand the true meaning of baptism, we have little difficulty recognizing the authentic form of baptism. The word baptize comes from the Greek word baptizo and means to dip or immerse. During John Wesley's visit to America in 1737, a church jury of 34 men tried him on the strange charge of refusing to baptize Mr. Parker's child except by dipping. It's evident that the father of Methodism baptized his converts by immersion. The former John Calvin stated, It is certain that immersion was the practice of the ancient church. The history of the early church makes clear that baptism meant immersion. Dean Stanley of the Church of England wrote, For the first 13 centuries, the almost universal practice of baptism was that of which we read in the New Testament and which is the very meaning of the word baptize. That those who were baptized were plunged, submerged, immersed into the water. Christian Institutions, page 21. Baptistries for immersing converts appeared in many of the churches which were built between the 4th and 14th centuries in Europe and Asia. Churches like the Cathedral in Pisa, Italy, and St. John's, the largest church in Rome. It was not until the Council of Ravenna early in the 15th century that the Catholic Church accepted sprinkling as equally valid with immersion. In questions of church practice, we are not to follow what a man teaches, but what Christ and his apostles teach. Many sincere Christians cherish the tradition of infant baptism, and giving our children to God from the very beginning is certainly commendable. The Bible, however, makes it clear that a person must be taught the way of salvation before baptism. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. That a person must believe 
in Jesus before being baptized. Acts 8.35-38 And that a person must repent of sin and be forgiven before being baptized. Acts 2.38 A baby is incapable of believing, repentance or confession which must precede baptism. Point number five. Why is it important to be baptized? According to Jesus, baptism is essential for those who wish to enter heaven. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the Spirit. John 3, 5 Jesus gives only one exception. The thief on the cross was born of the Spirit, even though it was impossible for him to leave the cross and be immersed in water as a sign of his change of heart. And Jesus promised him that he would be with him in the kingdom. Luke 23, 42 and 43 For the thief being born of water and of the Spirit represents the blood of Jesus which was being split to cleanse him from his sins. Augustine observed, There is one cause of deathbed repentance recorded, that of the penitent thief, that none should despair, and only one, that none should presume. Jesus himself gave this solemn warning. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Mark 16, 16. By dying in our place at Calvary, Jesus made a public demonstration of his love for us. We need to respond with the public unashamed confession of our commitment to Christ through baptism. Have you begun a new life in Christ? Have you been baptized? If not, why not prepare for baptism in the near future? Point number six. Baptism is only the beginning. Baptism represents our commitment to a Christian lifestyle. But our surrender at baptism doesn't automatically last a lifetime. When a child is born, a celebration is in order. After the day of birth is over and excitement subsides, the baby requires daily feeding, daily bathing, and daily concern for its welfare. It's much with baptism. Paul said of his experience, I die every day. 1 Corinthians 15.31 By daily turning from selfishness, we become more and more responsive to Christ. The rite of baptism, like the wedding ceremony, was meant to be the formal confirmation that a wonderful and growing relationship has begun. In order to grow consistently, we need a daily giving of ourselves to Christ, a daily reception of a new life through prayer and Bible study. Point number seven, a cause for rejoicing. Baptism is cause for great rejoicing because those who place their faith in Christ have the assurance of eternal life. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Mark 16, 16. When we are baptized, we are on an upward path leading us to eternal joy. Baptism also celebrates a present happiness with Christ. He promises the priceless gift of the Holy Spirit to those baptized. Acts 2.38 With the Spirit comes the fruit of the Spirit, love, which fills the life with patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. 
Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Having Jesus living inside us by his Holy Spirit gives a profound sense of certainty. For the Spirit himself testifies that we are God's children. Romans 8, 15 and 16. This secure relationship with God brings us many benefits, but it doesn't guarantee a problem-free life. In fact, the enemy often tries to throw the most difficulties at those who just made a commitment to Christ. However, when we are in God's hands, we can know that He will use everything that happens to us, good and bad, to teach us and help us grow. Romans 8.28 A young woman made a decision to commit her life to Christ and be baptized in spite of her husband's threat of divorce. He wanted no part of her new faith. But she stuck to Jesus and tried to become a more loving wife than ever before. For some time the husband made things difficult at home. But finally, he was won over by an argument he couldn't answer. Her transformed life. This man surrendered his life to Christ and he too was baptized. Sticking close to Christ through thick and thin will make us powerful instruments in his hands. We can commit our lives to him unconditionally because he has already made the ultimate commitment to us when he paid the price for our sins on the cross. What a privilege it is to publicly give him our love and allegiance. If you haven't yet done so, why not surrender your life to Christ right now? Ask him to create a new life in you by the Holy Spirit and then be baptized into Christ. Let's close with a word of prayer. May the good Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord send His Holy Spirit to work in your heart and show you the value of Jesus in your life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed day. With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra, India And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com helenrichesv at gmail.com dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com. You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers Center of Digital Evangelism C D E zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero our whatsapp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com H 
E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com. We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org. This is David. And I am Madhuri, signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless. This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to The Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is bible at awr.org. Or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. 